Welcome to the Action for Happiness podcast. As always, I'm your host, Guy. Action for Happiness is a movement of people committed to building a happier and more caring society. Visit the website for more details and to access the latest podcasts and videos. On today's episode, we speak with Rob Beamer, the director of arguably one of the most important movies on the subject of mindfulness. And understand that this is the way our brains are built. There's nothing wrong with you. We're all in this situation. You have the scientific uh, evidence backing it up and that science is, you know, growing and becoming stronger every year. Something where you have to be flexible and it's a great, great chance to be collaborative with, you know, whether it's the cameraman in the field or the editor in the edit bay. So it's a nice collaborative process. Rob has been directing movies for over 25 years and his latest venture, The Mindfulness Movement, is still in the making. It features incredible interviews with John Kabat-Zinn, George Mumford and Deepak Chopra to name a few. We talk about how the idea of the movie came to be, Rob's personal mindfulness journey and much more. Visit themindfulnessmovement.com to help support the movie. All right, well, first of all, thank you very much for doing this, Rob. You know, yes. when I saw, I don't know if crowdfunding is the right word for it, but there was a project going on whereby you were raising funds to edit for a movie. The movie being on the subject of mindfulness. And, um, you know, what's unusual is that the interviews and the filming had already been done. <laughs> and, and usually for a project of this size, that that's what people usually ask for help, saying, you know, I have this idea, help me. But no, it's like, no, the hard work's been done, right? <laughs> right. The graph's been done, but now we need some money to put this all together. Why don't you begin a little bit about how, first of all, you have over 25 years in, the, in directing and you know, putting films together. Say, how did this project come about and why mindfulness? Sure. Well, and first, thanks for having me, Guy, and I Absolutely. really appreciate Absolutely. the work you're doing to help spread the word of mindfulness yes. and the, the benefits. Um, so yes, as you said, I've been making documentaries for about 25 mm. years, a lot of things for History Channel and Discovery Channel and Nat Geo, all those uh, different channels out there. And um, But this one, the Mindfulness Movement documentary, is really a passion project of mine. So I started practicing a little more than 10 years ago. Um, and it's, it's helped me a lot. And so I just wanted to try to use my skills in documentary making to help spread, spread the word. Mindfulness is such a deep topic. It's such a vast topic, you know, so when you said, you know, let's do a film on mindfulness, you know, what direction did you have in mind? What was, you know, how did you foresee that, that taking place? Well, there is some of the challenges, you know, of defining mindfulness. A lot of people say, yeah, "Yeah," a lot of people say, oh, that sounds great, but what is it exactly? You know, so I I think that's an important part of the film that we'll do is, you know, making sure people realize there's a specific type of meditation called mindfulness meditation. But really what we're focusing on more is mindfulness as a certain quality of attention, that mm-hmm. it's a quality of attention that you can carry throughout the day, just catching yourself when you need to, coming back more to the present moment uh, so that you can, you know, live a, a better life, healthier, happier life, have better relationships with people because instead of 
going off into fire flight mode, you're able to catch yourself and say, you know, hold on, let me uh, respond yeah. to this person in a, in a, mm -hmm. with more wisdom and, and patience. So, uh, so that's our focus is this kind of newer secular form of mindfulness as the quality of attention throughout the day. And what I wanted to do was to show it being used in all different parts of society. So we go to um, schools and Fortune 500 companies and work with police forces and even prisoners, uh, a therapist. So we're really trying to show how this can help anybody and any profession, any life situation. So would you say that this is more directed to people that already have um, an understanding of what mindfulness is? Because I look at some of the, um, the speakers that you have on there, for example, the John Kabat-Zinn's, the Daniel Goleman, the Sharon Salzberg, and you think, wow, if you know mindfulness, you're like, wow, that's the holy grail, right? But if you don't know mindfulness, then maybe, you know, maybe Goldie Horn and George Mumford that you have in there as well is maybe that's, ah, I recognize that name. And I think as individuals, we, we tend to see, you know, what do we know? What are we familiar with? So was it for those that are already interested in mindfulness and to help develop that? Or was it for someone, I have no idea, I might be tuning into Netflix and I'm scrolling through and I see this thing, oh, okay, let me have a go. You know, what was the aim? I think it's, you know, if we can accomplish it, really to do both, because we want to invite people who are new to mindfulness and make it accessible for them. But also, I think we're showing enough different facets of mindfulness where somebody who's already familiar with it will feel engaged and, um, you know, and learn new things. So we're really, I think, trying to do both. And, um you know, that's a challenge also with the many documentaries that I've done over the years where, you know, it could be something very scientific, um, you know, say a documentary about asteroids. But so you want to make it, you know, easy enough to understand for people who don't know much, but also hold the interest of people who already know a lot. Um, so I think that's what we're really going for here is we're going to make it accessible enough for people who are just finding out about mindfulness, but also we're going to cover so many facets that even someone who's been practicing for a long time, I mean, I was certainly learning new things as I was doing the filming and working both with the well-known people and, and everyday people. You know, I think everyone has some valuable insights and some different ways that they like to practice. And so yes. I, I think we're all constantly learning so I, I think really the the people who already know the topic will definitely yeah. learn a lot too well um you know one thing that drew my attention as i was you know reading your information which is why i reached out was there was a lot of crossover and similarity as far as the guests that you know i'd been speaking to and you had you know i mentioned the daniel goldman's the john kabazin the chad mentang right you know the, these are really important figures in this mindfulness movement because in their own unique ways they're able to disseminate the information that you know for some people it's very difficult but in their own way they might re you know they they're able to target their specific audience so how was it how did you decide who that who to interview and you know how difficult was it to go you know to get them to um, you know what what was your what was your pitch what was your spin on it to get them to take part in this movie 
it has been a, a long process up until this point. So I yeah. mean, this has been evolving over a few years. And um, I think, you know, it was the mix of I was hoping to be able to include some of these, uh, you know, main names in the world of mindfulness, uh, really well-regarded figures, um, but also then include some everyday people uh, yeah. to have that mix. Yes. Um, so, you know, I just started reaching out to people and it's a similar process to the other documentaries that I've done over the years. You start doing research, figuring out who are the best people to talk to, start contacting, you know, you get through to certain people and you ask them for referrals and, mm -hmm. you know, gradually the process expands. And, you know, I was lucky enough to, uh, to be able to get a lot of great people. And I think, you know, I think it mattered to them that this was a real passion project of mine that I practiced myself, that I knew a lot about the topic already. Um, yeah. Especially like with John Kabat-Zinn, you know, he was saying, my gosh, I get so many requests. But, you know, when you were saying that you've been practicing and that this is a real passion project and you want to, you know, help get the word out, then that, that made a big yeah. difference to him. You know, I think John's amazing. And, you know, when you think of potential, you know, um, peace, Nobel Peace Prizes and stuff, you know, the more you get into mindfulness and you you see the effects that it has on people. And if we're looking at a global change or significant change and, you know, we see so much negative crap throughout the year. But, you know, a lot of people don't realize there's this, posit there's this whole positive movement. And, you know, he really is that inspiration from, you know, from in the early 70s before the science. Right. It was able to like, no, he, he stayed strong. And this MBSR, when you think of mindfulness and courses, it's, it's his curriculum that is at the heart of that. And, you know, I've had, I've had several podcasts with him now. And, you know, I'm very blessed to say that we've become dear friends. And, you know, he's asked, you know, we've I host his Facebook page you know, or, or co-host, you know, several of his Facebook pages. He sends me information of what to, how to keep it up to date without being too intrusive. You know, he's very cautious about social media, but at the same time, understanding it's a, it's a beautiful tool. Yeah, definitely. When, when used in the right way. So it's, you know, so that's why I'm very inspired by, by this movie that you're making. And when I see people like George Mumford, um, and when we think of like his influence on Michael Jordan and, you know, the two main guys, Kobe and Shaq. Right. Well, I'm, think, I'm from wow. Chicago. So I'd say the main guys are Michael Jordan and Scotty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, I mean, George is, is great. And, uh, you know, he, it was a real pleasure to see him kind of in action. We filmed him working with the uh, Boston university women's field hockey team. And, um, you know, as he says, uh, every time someone wants to put him on camera, they always stick a basketball in front of him. <laughs> so, <laughs> so he appreciated yeah. being able to, uh, you know, mm -hmm. work with uh, a different group and especially, you know, female athletes. Yeah. And, uh, mm -hmm. and he also works with all different types of groups, you know, as he likes to say, from Yale to jail and uh, working with business groups and all of that. So, um, but yeah, that it was a real real treat to get to know him and uh mm -hmm. you know just such a generous guy actually he had uh, gave a copy of his book to each of us nice. on the crew and uh, so mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I mean, everyone in this world, I mean, it's not a surprise that, that they're all very, you know, kind, generous people. Yep. And, um, you know, when you talk about world peace earlier, too, I mean, you know, a lot of people say, you know, oh, so pie in the sky, you know, that's ridiculous. But, I, you know, one of the reasons why I wanted to do this is because it seems like mindfulness really is one of those foundations where if you can increase the amount of mindfulness from kind of the bottom up of everyday mm -hmm. people, then you're going to help, you know, create the conditions to, to move the world in more positive directions. And so, as you said, with John and uh, Chade Meng Tan has a big uh, peace initiative. So, mm -hmm. you know, I, I just want to do my part to help us all get there. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a personal favorite of mine, um, and he was actually on the, the Joe Rogan podcast. I don't know if that's a podcast you're familiar with, but it's, um, so Dan Harris and his mate, I can't remember the name of his mate, but they were on literally yesterday on his show. And it was Joe, Joe Rogan is famous for doing these two and a half, three hour podcasts. And they literally just mindfulness, mindfulness, meditation all the way through. And I was just like, yes, because, because Joe Rogan meditates and he has an isolation chamber, a flotation tank where he goes, you know, to, and that's how I first got into to flotation tanks. Cause he was talking about how, you know, it's the, literally the perfect environment for meditation, no smells, no sounds, no sight, no, you know, the sensation of floating. So you can, you know, you can focus on the breath without, with, with less distractions than anywhere else. And they went really hardcore into, into mindfulness and meditation. And then when I saw Dan Harris as one of your guests, it really makes me feel that this movie will have an impact. Because yes, you are coming from the point of view of, you know, incarcerated inmates. You are coming from the view of these young urban um, schools, right? Where you know mindfulness is helping in so many ways. You know, it's helping in government. Tim Ryan. I mean, how did you get Tim Ryan? Because I mean, what I mean in England, I don't. You know, in our regional representatives, he is equivalent of the Ohio state, right? Right. Is yeah, it well, senator there or governor or what, what's a, his role there? He's a U.S. representative, so he's in a certain district section of Ohio. Mm. Yeah, and it was, uh, I think, really interesting to be at the event that Tim Ryan and Sharon Salzberg held in Washington, D.C. That, mm. that we filmed for, for the movie and, you know, to hear them talking about how to use mindfulness to help manage your own emotions in what is a very kind of chaotic, uh, you know, an unsettling time. And then also to be able to use mindfulness, you know, as you're getting yourself centered, to then reflect and go act in a way that you think will be healthy and helpful. And so that message, because I think a lot of times people think, oh, okay, yeah, I'll practice mindfulness and I'll just sit there and I'll meditate and I'll get all blissful. But then uh, it's not going to really motivate me to do anything. You know, what about the action part? And I think that, you know, they did a great job of explaining how this really does then lead to activism. It, it leads when you're centered and when you've got a good idea of, you know, what is really a wise course of action, then you can take that action knowing that you're, you know, making a positive difference. Um, yeah. 
And just like, you know, with John uh, Kabat-Zinn, one of his messages, you know, the importance of ethics behind mm -hmm. mindfulness. And so, you know, right action, if your mind is in the right place, then when you take action, you're taking the right kind of action. Mm -hmm. So I think that's one of the messages that we really want to get across, too, is this isn't about you sitting there in a quiet room and improving mm -hmm. yourself. You know, yeah. it really is you getting yourself in a better state of mind. So that then you can go out in the world and have a yeah. positive impact on people, yeah. whether it's, you know, family or at your workplace and then growing into bigger and bigger spheres. You're listening to the Action for Happiness podcast. This episode, we speak with Rob Beamer, the director of arguably one of the most important movies on the subject of mindfulness. So a couple of questions that I, you know, personal questions that I had for you, Rob, when I was preparing this is the key learning points for me when I started getting into meditation is you know a how many thoughts we have every day you know it's, it's just this constant from the minute you wake up presentation I got to do later on I got to go to the supermarket we've run out of milk and and I heard it said we have approximately 60 to 70 thousand thoughts every day and you know 60 thousand of anything is exhaustive but at the same time, understanding that, you know, the reason why we've evolved as a species is those that, you know, however long ago it was that were on the lookout for danger. You know, is that a stick or is that a snake? Is that a shadow or is that a lion or a leopard in there? It's that always on the lookout has allowed us. So in a way, it's understanding the beauty of that. You know, yes, we're all in love, but what are, ah, you know, if we can learn to appreciate that, that that is a, an evolutionary gift and that we should embrace it with positivity. It's like, well, that's why we're here today, you know, and, and that's a small exchange for this, you know, for these, for these feelings of anxiety, for these, you know, why do we always have this negativity bias where we tend to focus either on the negativity of the past or the future where it's, but not really being in the present. Right. Yeah, I think there's a lot of things that served us well back in the caveman days and the big challenge of our times with all of the technology now is trying to figure out, you know, how do we work with the, the brains that we have and the way that they evolved in this very different world now. And to me, mindfulness is one of those great tools because, you know, one of the, one of the big misconceptions is you know, as you were saying, we have so many thoughts throughout the day and a lot of people think, oh, I'm going to start meditating. And then they have thoughts popping up all the time and they think, oh, well, I'm not supposed to have any of those. Th I'm doing it wrong. Yeah, I'm yeah. doing it well, wrong. I'm not meditate. good at yeah. it. I'm yeah. going to quit, you know. And so one of the big points that we uh, will make in the film is that, as you said, our brains are just built to have thoughts all day long. Yeah. Uh, and so the process is just, you know, trying to come back, whether it's focusing on your breath or something else mm -hmm. where when it wanders, you bring it back. Yeah. And then that's the good part. That's the opportunity. You've just, mm -hmm. you know, as people say, that's like doing a rep at the gym. You know, you've just yeah. increased your mind's ability to focus. Mm -hmm. And so I think when people understand that and understand that this is the way our brains are built there's nothing wrong with you yeah. we're all in this situation and here's a way that's been scientifically proven to help yeah. then you know i think that it's a lot easier to embrace at that point 
Yeah, and that's why I think it's really important that you guys touch upon the science behind the mindfulness. Right, yeah. I mean, I think that's one of the keys to why it spreads so much is that you have the scientific uh, evidence backing it up and that science is, you know, growing and becoming stronger every year. Um, you know, someone like Dan Harris, you know, it's, it was so great to hear that he was a complete skeptic. And, but as he looked into it more, he saw that there was, you know, real science behind it. And that gave him the confidence to, to try it. And, um, you know, I think that's really helping it come out of this, uh, mm-hmm. As you said earlier, this view of, oh, this is for people who are into crystals, you know, and then now it's in Fortune 500 companies, you know, in Harvard Business School with, you know, uh, yeah. interviewed Bill George. So, I mean, it's, it's everywhere. And, you know, I think there is still some work to get over those misperceptions. Yeah. Uh, you know, recently we had a, a comment, I think it was on our Twitter feed of this guy accusing mindfulness of being a cult and like L. Ron Hubbard and things like that. Sounds like my wife. Yeah. And, you know, we tried to explain, you know, actually there is real science behind it. And, you know, some people are willing to actually look into that with an open mind and some aren't yet. And that's okay. You know, we'll, we'll get there. Did you hit the, the financial target that you were aiming for? Well, it is, you know, as an independent project, it is a a challenge. And as you were saying, it's, you know, great that we've already done a lot of the hard work of lining up all the people and going and filming all across North America. Um, We're in still a process of raising funds. So we are starting post-production, but uh, we're still raising funds in order to do everything, all of those steps that you need to finish it. I'm I'm based in Los Angeles and have had the privilege of working with a lot of great people. So we're, you know, working with award-winning editors and composers and graphics people. So uh, it's great that, you know, I've already worked with, with that caliber of people. And that's the challenges that, you know, they are not cheap. And so you have to make sure that you have the funding to really do it right. And, uh, you know, we're happy with the progress that's been made so far, but certainly still continuing that process as we go. So since my podcast went from audio to video, I understand the painstaking process in editing. You know, mine's on a mine's on a very elementary level, but I know that you can have an amazing podcast. But if the editing is not done right, you don't share the message, or the message will be completely different. And uh, as I was looking through, you know, your your long list of guests, you know, and speakers on your movie, it's like wow, there really is a challenge. And into how do you take all the gems? You know, do you just bullet point them across the thing or, you know, but in a, in a movie, you know, how do you take the, the viewer on that journey, you know, so that at the end it is that message because, you know, you, you can get lost in all that information and just like, you know, let's just do this, 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 and so how many people are on board as far as helping to say, well, you know, this is what the message should be and this is how we should edit it and, you know, do we lead with all our most famous guys at the beginning or you know right. so, so how, how how does that brainstorming and how does that because you could like literally make five six 
seven different movies from the content that you have, right? Right. There's there's so much you could do. Yeah, that is a challenge. And it's whatever the topic is, that's always a challenge when you do the documentary. Because when you go out and film, you want to get as much as possible of every every aspect that you think will be interesting and compelling. Um, But then, obviously, you can only get so much into the final product. Um, So it is a challenge, and I think what we're really trying to do, and and it's something that evolves as you go along. So, you know, you come up with a plan for filming, and then you go filming, and that plan changes a little bit while you're out there. And then you come up with an outline for, you know, editing. But then when you start editing, that, you know, will evolve, and you see which Mm -hmm. parts are working and which parts, you know, you can trim and things like that. Mm -hmm. So. So it's it's a fun process where it's always evolving, and uh, yeah. but you know it's also not for the faint of heart. If you're someone who says like, okay, I need to do this exactly how I'm planning it from the very you know onset, you know it's it's something where you have to be flexible, and it's a great yeah. great chance to be collaborative with you know whether it's the cameraman in the field or the editor in the edit bay. So yeah. it's a nice collaborative process, and really what we want to do is. We want to get the information across, but in a way where we're still telling compelling personal stories where people might not even realize how much information they've gotten. You know, we don't want to just say like, okay, for 10 minutes, here's all the science. You know, it's that's yeah. a process of, mm-hmm. you know, even with these well-known teachers of, you know, getting to know a little bit of about them on a personal basis. How did they first get into it? They may be a world-renowned figure in this now, but they had to start somewhere. And so hearing about that, how they first got into it and why they've decided to devote their lives to uh, to this topic. And so that mixture of information and personal stories and experts and everyday people, I think will be very compelling and, and will really help get the information across in a way where you know, people don't even necessarily realize how much they've they've learned. You know, one thought that immediately popped into my mind when I was watching this is like people like, you know, even like Jim Carrey or um, Emma Watson, you know, who plays Hermione in the Harry, po- Harry Potter series, you know, massive into mindfulness and meditation. Was there ever a, um, a thought perhaps of maybe getting a, a more younger based to, to, to feature in this as well? Right. Well, I think when we're talking, you know, to Chade Mengtan and Rich Fernandez, you know, who started the Google program, you know, they figured out how to present this for, you know, the younger tech people in Silicon mm-hmm. Valley. And um, so we talk about that, you know, how yeah. how to put it in terms that, that younger people who are very technology oriented can really understand, um, you know, and also then the people you know, working with the kids in the Baltimore schools, hearing, yeah. you know, how it impacts them, um, finding out about, you know, how uh, Harvard Business School students, you know, approach this. Um, and then, you know, working with the therapist um, um, in New York, uh, one therapy practice where the woman who owns that, you know, deals with a wide age range, uh, age range of people. Um, so, yeah, I think, you know, some of the people, everyday people that we'll meet along the way are younger. We did a, mm-hmm. a, a some filming at uh, Northwestern University with a young adult cancer survivor group that wow. uh, has really 
gotten a lot of benefit out of using mindfulness mm -hmm. both through their treatment process and afterwards. So yeah, yeah, I think you know we'll show a good age range of people and uh, cool. yeah, make sure that you know everyone feels like one part or another is you know will really speak to them. All right. So when can us fans? expect to see this this movie on the big screen because your aim is what theaters and you know then onto the online streaming kind of platform right yeah it would be kind of a staggered release so we're hoping later this year 2018 uh, to have everything ready um, hopefully by the fall we'd love to do it uh, in conjunction with the united nations international day of peace which is in september i think that would be a very fitting tie-in for it so and then yes we would start with uh release in theaters and then do kind of staggered in terms of you know working with an amazon or a netflix um, and even regular tv broadcasts and uh, dvds downloads so yeah making it available in a number of ways so that we can reach as many people as possible and you know with um you know, all the great experts that we have and, and the communities that they can reach. And Deepak Chopra is, is one of our uh, experts and, and also a producer. And so obviously he's got a great global reach. So You're we, in good hands. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we really just, you know, as I said at the beginning, the goal has just been to, to use my skills making documentaries to help spread the word about the benefits of mindfulness to as many people as possible. So in terms of distribution, we would do the as many forms of distribution as possible too. And I love that because, you know, I've been in a job for 11 years now, but you know, I've read so many books and so many great podcasts about how to combine your passions right? to, to live the life that, that you lead. And, you know, for me, it's always been great conversation and helping people and you know mindfulness just kind of it was a subject that because we love philosophy philosophy and mindfulness is extremely philosophical you know there's so in the, in the laboratory of your own mind you know there is so many amazing lessons that you can learn as you kind of progress on this you know on this meditation journey right and you know i just love that idea of you know well what if i can make a living of this and what if i can dedicate most of my time to sharing and to, you know, helping, I don't want to say spread because John doesn't like the word spread, but, you know, kind of whatever, you know, think of, um, think of another word to replace that, but, you know, to, to get it out there and, you know, and the work that you're doing is, you know, it's, it's a perfect example. You've got the best of the best coming together to, you know, to, to really give this powerhouse of a movie. So I'm, I'm really excited Great, you know, thank you. So my last question to you, Rob, is, you know, what matters most for you? I think um, to me, it's uh, in terms of mindfulness, it's this idea that, you know, there's many ways that you can practice this and develop this and incorporate this into your life. So I think to me, the most important part of the film is to show that there's many ways to develop it many ways to practice, many moments throughout our day when we can use it. So really just this idea that it can be incorporated, you know, by anyone into any aspect of their life. Um, because it's just one of these foundational 
skills that can be developed that really can help people. So, and, and in a bigger picture sense, you know, again, it's just me using the skills that I have to, to do my small part to uh, yeah. try to get this out there. And I appreciate the work you're doing with the mindfulness news and the action, oh, thank you. action thank for you. happiness. Yeah, it's, it's great. It's all, like you said, it's a passion. It's a passion project. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I've learned, it's the network and it's the community that you build from this that it's so i could have never have dreamed of it right you know and when you when you have this amazing network of people that are making huge waves and influencing the world it's you know you know you're doing something right you know you're doing something good and it's it's that you know doing good feels good kind of vibe right yeah and that i one of my favorite phrases is we're all better off when we're all better off you know, so that idea that, you I know, like if like you're it. helping make things better, then that's, you know, it's helping yourself. It's helping everyone yeah. else. All right. So if we want to contribute, if we want to find out more and find out more about you, but find out more about the movie and get involved, what is the best way to do that? I think the easiest way is uh, to go to the website. So the mindfulness movement.com. Check and, the link here. Yeah. Check the link here. <laughs> Thank yeah. you. We've got other social media and, and on the website you can, you know, see the links to the other social media, but that's probably the easiest to just mm -hmm. start with and remember. And then yes. from there you can find out more about the film. You can click mm -hmm. on a link to donate. You can find the other social media. So yeah, we're yeah. just continuing that process and mm -hmm. really appreciate being able to talk to you and let uh, let your viewers and listeners know about it. You know, we hope for your, you know, for amazing success for the movie. You know, we really hope this is a great conduit for, for the message and for your work. And, you know, we'd love to have you back. That would be great. And, and you'll have to come to the premiere. Well, well absolutely. Absolutely. And remember, if you would like to help create a kinder and happier world, please get involved with Action for Happiness. You can join thousands of others who are spreading a bit more happiness in their homes, workplaces, schools and local communities. Don't forget to subscribe, like and follow to keep up to date with all our content. Find out more actionforhappiness.org, join the movement, be the change.